0: Well, hey, what's going on, life and rhythmers? Can we say that? Listeners. Listeners. All right, life and rhythm listeners. Man, it is uh, good to be back. We did an episode back in May where we said, "Oh, we got our lives together. Rhythm <laughs> is going." And we'll be recording more. We'll be recording more, and then we didn't record a single thing since May. But uh, you know, again, that's life. That's what happens. There's a rhythm to it, and apparently we were in a season where rhythm was not podcast friendly, no. so uh, we're giving this thing another shot now that we're getting into the holiday season because that's when everybody should be picking up new hobbies is during the holiday season, <laughs> busy rush and whatnot, but we're we're at it, and uh, last time that we did this, we were talking about how we were pregnant and how we had a new thing that was going to be happening yeah. and, and all those kinds of things, and well baby we want to let our listeners in on what has happened in our lives since yeah.
1: then. Yeah, so we had our second baby girl uh on October 2nd.
0: October 2nd, 2021. Yeah,
1: Peyton Drew. Omaha. She's not named after
0: Peyton Manning. She's not named after Peyton Manning, but nobody else is going to believe that cuz I'm a Broncos <laughs> fan. So,
1: but she's not. Omaha it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a nickname she has apparently. Yep. Omaha. But yeah, so we had our daughter and uh, we have been transitioning to life as a family of four with our dog, Stout. And that includes life with a toddler and a baby mm. and specifically a toddler who's two and a half now and still dealing with the twos and, you know, a newborn or she's not really a newborn anymore. But yeah, so life's just been kind of crazy learning how to do life with a newborn or baby and a toddler. Is
0: she is she not considered a newborn? When is a newborn not considered a newborn anymore? I don't know. Like
1: anymore? she's at a newborn close. I just assume she's not a newborn anymore. Like she's almost two months old. So well, but I don't know. The
0: clothes is the thing that tells you everything about a baby. I don't know. Like
1: I just think of like the honeymoon stage when you get married. Like everyone says the honeymoon stage goes past like the honeymoon. Yeah. sometimes it's I like mean, a year or even longer
0: i mean we're working on six years of marriage and we're still honeymooning <laughs>
1: and, uh, it's
0: a good old time i really love it
1: so yeah that's what has been going on with us and uh i was telling stewart the other day that i really want to get back into podcasting and i just word vomited and came up with a Episode for today, and hopefully you guys all enjoy this.
0: It's always a good time when you throw the word "vomit" into a podcast. <laughs> a lot of people are going to be hearing it in their ears. So, all right, so we're back at it. Family of two little girls. I have my dog Stout as the only other male companionship within this household. Whenever he goes, the only male companionship I'm going to have in this house is the mailbox. But that's all right. <laughs> uh, but here we are again, going back at it. Life in rhythm again. As I said, hopefully we've built. Uh, not built, but hopefully we've got some more rhythm that is going to be established. And it's something that we're learning right now, which is a little bit of what we're talking about in today's episode. It's somewhat of the new rhythm that we're figuring out as a family of four and a dog. And so this episode is titled No Excuses. I love that title. Can you so tell tell us why. Why is it called No Excuses? I mean, I didn't
1: really know that that was going to be the title until you just said it.
0: <laughs> you heard it here first? Well, I mean, you saw it first yeah. because then you clicked play. But No Excuses, that's what, that's what we're calling it, No Excuses.
1: Yeah, so um, this episode is just all about the transition of our life that we've had with, um, you know, having No Excuses to continue on in what we were doing pre family of four. So like, you know, working out, taking care of our bodies, eating healthy and everything. And so this episode is just really about the transition that we've had, um, you know, prior to having our second daughter and adjusting to life with her and, and Micah. Um, you know, Stuart had some ownership change with the gym that he was at. And, um, you know, with all these changes, we've had to find new rhythms in our lives in order to be able to continue Being healthy and working out and taking care of our bodies. And so, this episode is a little bit about having no excuses to get that workout in um, with all the transition going on.
0: Yeah. And to be honest with you, like, there's still going to be some more transition coming up because, so, Melissa just said it. um, You guys have heard me talk about it before. If you have known me for like the last two years, you know, I've gotten into. CrossFit being my main form of uh, exercise and whatnot, and um, I absolutely love it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I've had some amazing uh, transformation take place in my life doing CrossFit, Um, but as of October, uh, the gym that I was a part of changed ownership, and with it came a price increase um, to the point that Melissa and I just sat down and really talked about, like, man, is this really uh affordable for us anymore is this the right season and stage of life for us to be spending you know uh i mean to be fair it wasn't a huge jump but you know i think like the current members of the gym that i was a part of got to transition to the new ownership for like a 30 dollars increase so where i was paying 60 dollars a month now went up to 90 but i think My understanding is come the new year, it jumps up like another 30. So basically, gonna double the cost. And if you're familiar with the CrossFit world, you're sitting there and going, man, that's still a steal. Uh, Still a steal. (laughs) Great word choice there, Stuart. Great combination of words. But I mean, $120 for a CrossFit gym is a great, great price. Yeah. Uh, There's some gyms, CrossFit gyms are like $200 a month for a membership. Um, But usually the reason why is there's CrossFit affiliation tied to it and all that kind of good stuff, which this one, this gym wasn't going to have. And that's fine. It doesn't need to have it. And, um, I hear that they're doing great. That's, that's awesome. But it really caused us to sit back and think, okay, can, is this affordable for us in the season? Does it make sense for us in the season? Mm -hmm. You know, when Micah was born is when I first got into CrossFit Mm -hmm. and it was a easy choice. Actually, it was was easier for us as a brand new family of three for me to do CrossFit because the gym was literally a five minute walk outside of our house there in Colorado Springs. um, Whereas the gym here is a 30 minute drive just to get there. And so Melissa and I sat down and we talked about it and we said, look, in all actuality, what is all being spent at the gym a month isn't just the $60 or soon to be $90, but it's also the amount of gas that's being uh, used to get over to the gym and then drive to work in the morning. The time. The time being away from family. And um, as we just kind of crunched those numbers and thought about it, we're like, man, we could probably invest in our own workout equipment and just have it at home and for probably the same amount and then probably have it paid off sooner without having that ongoing charge coming out um so ultimately eliminating a cost by the time it's all said and done now gas prices are still increasing yeah so that kind of yeah that kind of put a little bit of a wrench into the system but i think i think i'm not positive i think we're still seeing some kind of um savings coming from it because either way if i was still driving to the gym that would still be more money going out every single month as gas prices increase but it's caused me to find a new rhythm i say all that just to say that it's caused me to find a new rhythm um one thing about me is i love my routine and i hate my routine being jacked with yeah in fact i hate taking vacation because it jacks with my routine um, I hate taking days off because it jacks with my routine. I hate going anywhere because it jacks with my routine. Uh, pre-buying our uh, <laughs> gym equipment and pre peyton being born, my routine was I woke up at 4.30 in the morning, and I would immediately like pop in some headphones, and i go through a Bible in a year, listen through the Bible in a year every year just as part of my routine. Um, and then I would drive to the gym listening to some podcast, um, do my workout. And then I would spend like an extra 30 minutes at the gym working on strength and stuff. And then I would go over, be at the church by eight o'clock and start my day immediately. Um, and that was just kind of like my routine. I'd be at the church the rest of the day, get off and come home, spend time with the family, which with Micah's bedtime, you're talking about a total of two and a half hours Mm -hmm. that I'm spending with the entire family. So that was my routine. And, Um, I knew that that was just going to have to change. That wasn't going to be as doable as it was. So when we bought the gym equipment, the nice part was that, as you and I were talking about it, we realized, huh, I don't necessarily have to wake up as early anymore and get the workout in first thing in the morning. Yeah. Like, With a toddler and a newborn, if I needed to pause the workout or wait to do it later on in the day so I can help you get the kids ready for the day, I now have the freedom to do that. I'm not limited to just the hour time frame that class was scheduled. So we think that we're saving money if prices and everything wasn't continuing to increase anyways. We think that we're saving money, and we just earn some time back. Yeah but it caused me to find a new routine because if there's no stability for me, then I go cray cray. (laughs) Um, and so my new routine for myself, you know, as we call this, no excuses, like what, like it was just, okay, let's rearrange the blocks. Like we know that, I know that these are the core essentials for my routine every single day that I need to get in. So let's move them around. The cool part now is I get 30 minutes of extra sleep a day. Yeah. So now I'm waking up at five. Um, And instead of hopping right into a workout, I'm actually spending a lot more intentional time with God by not just listening to uh, the Bible in the year, but I'm actually diving into two different reading plans where I'll do the devotionals and then I'll actually crack open my physical Bible and then read through the daily reading. And then I'm getting involved in the talk it overs with people at the church and, and our virtual reality campus and whatnot. And then... I'm being able, I'm being given the opportunity to actually plan out my day and list out, okay, these are the things that I need to accomplish today. And here's the one thing that I need to get done today in order to consider today successful, which means that my day is w- way more organized yeah, for um, sure. and intentionalized than it ever was before. Um, which is really neat. So I'm utilizing my time a lot better. Um, and it's just, that's the new rhythm, right? Yeah. Like, we looked at each other and said, okay, no excuses. Just because we have a kid doesn't mean that I'm allowed to get a dad bod because if you add dad bod onto my already dad bod, then that's a dad bod and you don't (laughs) want that. So, um, but that's a little bit of my new rhythm and my no excuses. So what, what changes have you had to make as you figure out your new rhythm in life?
1: Yeah, I definitely say that, um, it's, it's been the challenge, the transition being, you know, I'm still on maternity leave for another two weeks before I go back to work part-time. Um, but it has been very difficult trying to get into a, a new, like a new rhythm of like making sure I get my workout in and taking care of myself. And, you know, with this episode being all about no excuses, like I can't have excuses either. You know, yeah, I'm a mom to two kids now and one of them relies on me a lot more, you know, because I've got a feeder and changer and burper and everything, but I still gotta take care of myself and gotta work out. And so for me, like that no excuses is you know, having a conversation with Stuart. It's like I need to make small goals for myself, you know, now and get into a new rhythm before I go back to work. And, you know, I used to be a Monday through Friday, you know, getting my workout in, sometimes on Saturday as well. And it's just not like that anymore. And, you know, for me, my new rhythm is I have to at least, you know, get a workout at least three days a week for 30 minutes, you know, and um, I can't have any excuses with that. You know, even if <laughs> I have to wake up at 4am for a feeding and I can't go back to sleep, like then that should be an opportunity for me to get up and just work out, you know, um, and along with that, like it's really important that I take care of my body f- for my daughters and for you and for myself and for my sanity, um, you know, that I don't have that excuse. Like, yeah, I'm a mom to two now, but I have to take care of myself too. Yeah. So.
0: so how, for you, because I know what it's like for me, because I listen, you know, to different podcasts and I read different stuff, but how do you make those transitions and get into the mindset of, okay, this is now what I have to do? It's different, but it's not what I have to do.
1: It's hard. And I would say that I don't even have it figured out quite yet because I think I got in two workouts this past week and one of them being yesterday. And yesterday was probably like the really good first workout I've had since, you know, having Peyton. And, you know, I told you the night before, like multiple times, like after that first feeding in the morning, like I'm going to work out. Was it easy? No. And is it still, like, like, hard? Yeah. Like, I, you know, I still don't have it figured out. And I know that it's just going to take time to not have an excuse. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know if that answers your question.
0: No, yeah, it totally does. I'm, you and I talked about, um, like, you asked me a question similar to this earlier on. It was either this past week or the week before and about, man, how, how do I just get up? You know, when my alarm goes off at 5 o'clock. And, yeah. Um, I'm just like, okay, time to get it going. Um, because now, granted, it's easier for me because you're the one that's doing the majority of the getting up in the middle of the night to feed Peyton. Like, there's only so much that I can do right now anyway. So between the two of us, I'm getting the majority of the sleep. Yeah. Um, But I was telling you, like, it's a, for me, it's just a total mind shift, um, mindset shift. Like, it just... Based off of one of the podcasts I was listening to, they just said it like when you, when your alarm goes off, like you, right then and there, you get the opportunity to establish the beginning part of your day. Are you going to be lazy and hit the snooze button and set the foundation of your day with laziness or are you going to get up and get the day going because you're the one the previous night that set that alarm to wake you up at that time? You've got something to do and you've got something to get done. And I heard that and I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I need to not be lazy. And I just, I even love the way that the guy that was speaking on it even framed it. He says, Man, there's even people that they go to bed at night and they set the alarm uh, purposely so they can hit the snooze button for like like two more times. Yeah. You know, like, well, if you got to wake up at five, then set the alarm for. 445 so you can hit that snooze button twice and he says no you're establishing a routine of laziness a foundation of laziness like just make the decision this is what i'm gonna do and this is what i'm gonna get going and i think that's for us right now like that's just kind of where we're at and where we're trying to gear our minds to of okay there's no excuses like three days a week of working out have got to get it done yeah even if it's just a small something um you know, if uh, waking up at five o'clock is the routine, then that's it. Yeah. that uh, alarm goes off and I get going. So I know it's a hard shift to make and it's a hard change to make. But um, for me, anyways, it's just like you just got to bite the bullet and, and do it. Um, I don't know how hard that is for you to yeah. do. But
1: well, I'm sure like, I know it's been harder for you as well because, you know, not only are you having to make the transition to working out at a gym with people and mm. being competitive mindset and focus on your workout, but now you're transitioning into, um, the, a freezing garage, Right. you know, and not wanting to work out in the garage. And that's an excuse right there. And I'll just do my workout downstairs instead, you know, which is totally fine. But, um, the, the transition just looks a little different. Like, you know, now that you're, we're working out from home, like, I mean, I've always done it, but like, Mike is wanting to work out with us, Mm -hmm. you know, and be around us, which is fine. And it's like, if we have to stop for a second to help her, you know, then that's just what has to be done. But I think that, you know, no matter what happens in our life, like we can't make an excuse, like we're going to make all the excuses in the world, but we still got to like keep stay focused, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I think the other thing that we haven't really talked about yet that you and I are learning too, is... You know, um, when you have to make a shift one place, that means that something else is going to have to shift too Yeah. in order to make it work. So, you know, I mentioned that the early routine for me was I would get to the gym that opened up at 5:30, and I wouldn't leave there until eight o'clock by yeah. the time that my workout was done overall, I would probably put in two hours worth of a workout because I had the availability to, mm-hmm. um, and I don't have that anymore. And the routine for me was I have to break 600 calories in my workout. Yep. And now it's like I have an hour to get in as much work as I possibly can. And there's been so many days since I've been working out at home where I'm like, I didn't break 600. I got to keep going. (laughs) And then I'll look at the clock and I'm like, I don't have time. Time, Yeah. I got to do this. So – but the shift that then takes place, and this isn't perfect yet. This is a mindset that I've got to get into. Um, but if I can't break 600 calories, if I can't get in the same amount of work that I was doing before, then that means that the calorie intake for me has to change. That the eating habit has to increase in its, in its um, effectiveness in, uh, in order to make up for the lack of calories that I'm burning um, now. And I think, yeah, you're smiling at me because I'm not making those changes yet. <laughs> I know that. Hence the reason why my dad bought is it, turning into a dad bod. <laughs> but um, it does. Like when you have to make a shift one place, it means something else is probably going to have to shift too. Yeah. And it doesn't mean eliminating or sacrificing something else, but it's making a shift or making a change in all places so everything is working together. So, um, and we'll see how that happens. Again, as you mentioned working out in a freezing cold garage so like it's only gonna get colder <laughs> yeah i mean living in wisconsin last february we had negative temperatures and we have a unfinished garage so no heat no insulation anything like that so i'm just saying holding on to a pull-up bar or a barbell with negative temperatures outside i'm pretty sure that's like a recipe for a bar getting stuck to my hands yeah. so probably don't want to be doing that so that means something's gonna have to change mm-hmm. something's gonna have to shift um But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So, all right. So, life and rhythm. There's always a faith component. Faith, family, fitness. What we talk about. Obviously, we're talking a lot about fitness in this episode. There's a little bit of family that was thrown in there. Um, But you've got a scripture passage that you were kind of centering this whole episode on. So, what do you got?
1: Yeah. So, when I was thinking about this No Excuses topic of working out and taking care of your body, um, you know, what constantly goes through my head is like, our bodies are a temple and we need to take care of them. And it made me think of the verse in 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20, where it says, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy spirit, spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. So I just really love that verse. And it's something that's constantly been in my head since I was a teenager when I first started working out. Like, you know, no matter if you're young or you're old or you're middle age or you're fragile and you've got injuries and, you know, you have excuses to those injuries to not work out, like we still have to take care of our bodies, you know, and um, the Lord gave us our bodies on this earth um, to honor it and to take care of it and um yeah i just really like how that ties into what i kind of focused this whole episode on
0: yeah um i mean you know it and other people know it that's how my fitness journey even got started was just really around that idea of like do my body right now belongs to the lord like nothing that i have here on this earth you our kids um anything it all belongs to god and it really just boils down to how well am I treating the things that God has given to me? How, how good of a steward am I being steward, not steward? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it just, it just dawned upon me one day that, man, God's called me into ministry. Um, and he's called me, given me a mission to make his name famous wherever I go and to advance his kingdom. And if I'm not in a physical, healthy position in order to do that, then I'm actually being a poor steward of what God's called me to and the things that he's given me. And so it was just like a switch of the light bulb. It's like, okay, I got to get healthy. Mm -hmm. And that's what started me on the fitness journey. Nowhere near where as healthy as I have been, but I'm nowhere near as unhealthy as I was. Um, But yeah, it's a good verse. And obviously there's so much more that goes into that, but it's a great place for anybody that if you're wanting to focus on not having excuses, having that mindset change mm-hmm. um and just realizing like okay this thing that i'm waking up to every single day uh it doesn't belong to me it belongs to god so what am i doing today right now the second the first thing that i do in order to give it back to god yeah so that's good i love it got anything else i don't think so i good yeah all right well that is this latest episode of the life and rhythm podcast we always love to
1: end with prayer and uh do you want to do it sure all right go for it Heavenly father we thank you for this day and we just thank you for this time that we got to just chat about you know family transition and health and just taking care of our bodies lord that you've given us on this earth and um it's just always a sweet time to be able to spend this time with my husband just doing something that we do enjoy together and that's Uh, recording um, a podcast on our passions. And we just pray that this blesses someone today, um, that maybe it helps, uh, you know, help someone out there who might need to hear this if they are making excuses to take care of themselves or keep pressing that snooze button or, you know, not taking care of their bodies and just not working out, Lord. And we just pray that, Um, someone will just take something away from this, whether it's big or small, or it's a huge transformation in their life. Like it has um, made a transformation in Stuart's life and in my life as well. And Lord, we just thank you for this day. And uh, we just pray and um, just are so appreciative for what you're doing in our life. And we just thank you for all these things in your name. Amen.
0: Amen. Y'all have a great day. When this is launching, have a great Thanksgiving. Yes. And uh, we will catch you next time on the next episode of Life in Rhythm Podcast, which won't be three months down the no, line. No, it won't be. <laughs> we'll, we'll get this thing. No excuses. We'll get this thing going. Y'all have a great day. Bye, everybody. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Man, we know that life gets crazy and life can just seem to run out of control sometimes. And that's why we're trying to find rhythm in our life. And we're hoping to help you find rhythm in yours. So if you like what you hear, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode of the Life in Rhythm podcast. Also, if you like what you hear, we would love it if you would leave a review. The more reviews that we get, the more that we can help people find rhythm in their own life. So until the next episode comes out,
1: we hope that you have a great week, a great life. God bless.